Good evening. So let's uh, build up, continue our build up to the Soweto Derby. But as we always do on a Friday, we'd like to catch up with our stars of yesteryear. And this evening we've invited Shane McGregor, former Kaiser Chief striker, as well as Gavin Lane, who of course played for Orlando Pirates. And they're joining us on the line now just to uh, just catch up and find out what they've been up to. And also, of course, to look ahead to the big Soweto Derby. I'll start with you, Shane. Good evening. And thank you very much, sir, for joining us on SAFM. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be so good evening and yeah, it's good to be here with you guys. You know, it's a big game tomorrow and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yep, before we get there, I know that you're still involved in football. I actually saw you on the bench with one of the youth teams recently. Are you still busy with the youth? Um, not anymore, you know. Um, I've actually uh, stopped with all of that. I used to do it. Um, I'm now just involved in soccer betting. I work for Pumalela, who's part of um, the gaming uh, soccer sixes of fours and tens. And I do that now. So I do a TV show every oh, yeah, morning. Oh, yeah, it's on Teletrack. Uh, I help people win their money for them. Is that on Teletrack? Yeah, on Teletrack. Yes, I've uh, seen you there. Yeah, I know. That's my job at the moment, and that's what I do for a living. Um, in actual fact, I've got Teletrack on now because I watch the soccer and horses and whatever else. But, uh, yeah, I do the tipping for the soccer, and, you know, hopefully I make people money. Um, I tipped one last week, uh, paid 30000 for 384 rand. <laughs> oh, wow. So who are you tipping this week? this weekend, Shane McGregor? I tip every week, every day, basically. That's, as I say, it's my job. So I do it every single day of my life. Um, but, yeah, you know, you can't always take all of them. There's so many that there are. Um, if you, uh, you're lucky and you catch the big ones like that, uh, you're smiling. Mm. And as far as being actively involved in football now, um, would you go back will you, or are you just moving on? No, you know, I'd like to go back. Um, I really would like to give back to, to the game. Um, I believe there's... there's uh, there's space in, the, in, in South African football for a, a coach that can help the strikers because strikers uh, in this country are struggling big time. And I do believe there is, there is uh, room for that, you know, that uh, teams could do it. But you know what the problem is in the country? Uh, coaches are, are wary of getting people in. They're scared they're going to take their jobs. And instead of helping you, um, you know, or you helping them, they, they're actually scared of it. So, but I do feel that there is there is room for it, you know, and especially youth development and then going into the senior teams. And and Shane, you were known to score a lot of goals, and I'm glad you touched on that because it was going to come. Have you been able to pick up why our strikers are now struggling to score goals, or has the modern game changed? Some people are saying now they don't play with a striker but a false nine. Yeah, look, the game has changed a lot. I've got to say that. Uh, it's become a lot more defensive and uh, it's become a lot more technical. You know, you watch... Uh, Managers are watching games and they're picking up flaws of teams and they're using that. But for me as well, you know, I just feel that the, the youngsters of today get everything too easy. They're not working hard enough. Uh, I've been to a few training sessions at, at clubs where you go down and you watch and uh, the strikers don't stay after, after training or any players don't stay after training for that matter. There's one or two, but the rest don't. And that's, you know what, if you if you don't practice it, you're not going to be able to do it on, in, on match day. And, uh, you know, I did that. I did it a lot. People thought I was mad, but uh, it paid off for me. So when it came to the game, it became natural for you, you know. Mm. And today they don't do that. So I just feel uh, if the players are to blame, any extent. But, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, and the passion, uh, that's the big thing, you know. The, the passion's not there like it used to be. Players in the old days played because they wanted to play. Now it's about money. So, yeah, you can't... You, you can't fault people and you can't fault players for that, but that's where it is.
There's a lot of talk, Shane McGregor, about coaches for strikers since the keepers of goalkeeper coaches. I know Mark Williams is an advocate for this one. Is this something that you agree with, that there should be a striker's coach even in professional football? I totally agree. As I said to you earlier on, uh, I believe that there's a big place for it in football. Um, you know, it's a, it's a specialised position. It really is a specialised position. And you can help players. You can teach them to get into the right positions. You can make the right runs. Uh, you know, uh, simple things like that. And also just work on their technique. That's the big thing. And I feel that uh, South African clubs are missing it. I, I believe Pirates have got one now. Yes. I'm not too sure. I believe they've got a foreigner that's, that's come in as a, as a striker coach. Yeah. I think all the big clubs should do it. Uh, I really do, because it can only help and can only uh, make for better finishing and make for better players. Let's also welcome Gavin Lane, uh, former Orlando Paris defender, of course, better known as Stability Unit. Stability, good evening, and thank you for joining us on SAFM. We really appreciate your time, sir. Uh, good, uh, good evening, and, and, and good evening to all the fans out there and all the, everyone listening to the radio. And um, yeah, lovely, lovely to hear Shane there, and um, I'll take the agreement with him, but yeah, thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> are you in agreement that the strikers are not scoring or are the defenders not getting credit stability? Yeah, I wish I wish I was playing nowadays because life would have been much easier. I mean, because <laughs> when we played against guys like Shane and Marco Pagnani and Ben Singer, Rafael Tuku, Singer, hey, they were brilliant players. And yeah, no, definitely. It, 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 um, I've only mentioned a few players, but yeah, a few whiskers. If I look at today's, Strikers, I think uh, every defender would love to play against him now, though. <laughs> Shane McGregor is making people reach on Teletrek. What have you been up to? Are you still involved uh, in the game? <laughs> yeah, no, I've got, I've got my own. I'm, I'm, I stay down and I'm slumber in Durban, and I've got my own company. I do painting and renovations to to high rises and and and, and, and normal houses and things like that. So that just keep me busy because. I try to get involved in soccer, but gave me too many grey hairs. I got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and do you still look forward, though, to the Soweto Derby? Do you watch it with keen interest when it comes around, Gavin yeah, Lane? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, you know, as, as, as everyone says, you know what happens is that once a pirate, always a pirate. You know, once you've, you've played there, and I was, I was many, many years there, and, you know, you're always, you're always, always watching your side, how they're doing, what's going on, and everything like this. So, yeah, Soweto Derby... I think in our days, I mean, when we were playing, I still remember them and the, the press and the photographers always pre-match and, and things like that was huge in it. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, the, the last uh, seven, eight years or whatever, it's been a little bit of a dull moment. But hopefully, hopefully things are picking up and, and, and going forward. I mean, yeah, we need, we need a, we need a good Soweto Derby where all those millions or what, 10,000 fans or whatever, 30,000, 50,000 fans. Bring into the stadium, and that's what you need. You know what I mean? So yeah. Mm. Well, a lot of people think the goals might finally come uh, tomorrow. But for you, um, Kevin Lane, is there any Soweto derby that stands out, or do you look at them as all the same that you played in? Yo, 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 yo. I, I mean, I played a lot of Soweto derbies, and I promise you, you just get. I still remember from the first one to the last time I walked out those tunnels. It's unbelievable. You can't. Yeah, people, uh, people don't understand. You walk out, and you just feel like it's when, uh, you know, like you're on the field and then uh, Chiefs are attacking just the other side. Of Remember, it always used to be the one side was always Chiefs and the other side was mm. on the left-hand side was Pirates. And, you know, when you're attacking, it's like, wow, like a big noise in it. And, um, and when you attack, when, when Pirates attack, it's like, wow, like it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, the supporters then were were unbelievable. And, and, and that's what, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure Shane will remember those days also as well with, with fond memories where, 
it was it was lovely to play in those Soweto derbies because they were like just it was just a build up excitement and you just you just I mean you had to, you had to play well I mean that's it you just and you just the adrenaline in your body you just played well you know what I mean. So, mm. Shane McGregor, how was it in the week leading up to the derby? Did you guys do anything differently in the week leading up to the game? You know, honestly, with, with Chiefs, we didn't. Because uh, we, we just, not saying it's another game, we, we didn't want to over, over make the game. You know, you know what I mean? You, do, you don't want to try too hard because then you go out there and you forget everything. So we just, during the week, it was just a normal game. But on the day, like Gavin says, you know, the, the big crowds and everything else, you knew you were in a derby. Uh, when you walked out onto a field, and I don't care what anyone says, if you didn't have butterflies, you weren't human. And, you know, once that, that first whistle went off and Gavin Lane came running down and kicked me from behind, uh, you know, we knew you were going. And, um, yeah, we, right. we, around and we, we, we played. I mean, uh, unfortunately for Gavin, you know, he said, you wish you could play nowadays. He wouldn't have lost it, and he wouldn't have lost because he'll be sent off every second week from the tackles from behind. Uh, Nowadays, you, you, the wind blows and players fall over and you get a yellow card. So, you know, gone are those days when you could get stuck in. And, uh, you, know, the, 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 you know, the best thing about it all is uh, after the game, we'll have a beer, have a laugh, even though we get stuck into each other. And Gavin will bear this out with you. You know, it was friendship off the field as well as on the field. But when you're on that field, uh, you're enemies. And that was about, you know, the, the passion. You wanted to win and it was as simple as that. And luckily for me in my time, um, I won more derbies than I lost, so it was always a good feeling. And of course, it's got that elbow that he used to use strategically there, uh, Gavin Lane, never that ever. elbow there. Never, hey? never <laughs> used the elbow. Never, ever. Ask Gavin, he'll tell you. Uh, no, Sh- 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 Shane, is there no, any... I've never, yes, I've never Gavin? did it to Shane, you know, never. <laughs> <laughs> not to Shane, not to Shane. Is no. there any derby that stands out for you, Shane McGregor, that's memorable for you that you played in? You know, I'll be honest with you. Every every single one was a, was a good memory. We we didn't play as often as I do it nowadays. And I think you have three, four derbies a year now. Um, yeah. in these days, it wasn't that often. So every every derby game was a big game. It doesn't matter who you played. And you must remember, we we also had the other derby, uh, so it's a derby when Swallows was around, and Gavin will know about that as well. Uh, and yeah. they were big, but so the, obviously the big derby was always Chiefs against Pirates, um, and then Swallows to a certain extent. But you know, everyone was was special. They were all different, um, and the best thing is, you know, we, we all gave 120%. It wasn't 100% or 80% like some of the players do nowadays. It was 120% every game. Okay, Gavin, just going back to your to your days, you were part of that history-making team in '95 that won the Champions League. I'm sure you've been asked this before, but what made that team so special? Ah, it was just, just the team players we had. We had a special, special bond. Um, of I mean, we only had. I mean, I, I, I won't be lying to you. Maybe we had a squad of seventeen, eighteen players, or whatever, like this, or sixteen players that are, that we knew that if someone went off, someone would come on and just fill his position, like like exactly the way the guy was playing. And I think that's what it was. I mean, we had we had a special bunch of of, of players players then, and and we all just gelled together. We got on so well together because to travel into Africa is never ever easy. And it's just we all just got on so well together, and then and yeah, it was it's just it's one of those things. Nowadays, you've got fifty players in the squad <laughs> or something like that, which is ridiculous, I think. Um, but yeah, we had a we had a we had a we had a nice bond, and and yeah, it's, 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 it's all we we believed in each other. Put it that way, and then mm. if someone got injured or hurt or tackled or whatever, we would fight wherever we were, and and that, that's all it was. It was it wasn't it, we were we were all 
good good players those days, but uh, the bond we had amongst ourselves to fight was was incredible, and I, and, and it's just, it's, it's, it just came all from our heart, and, and that's what that's what that's what I always believe, and that's why you tell everyone it wasn't just you know we were yeah yeah we were lucky because you're lucky to get to do some games, you're lucky to get here in this, but we just fought so hard for for each other, and which was which was the testament of the character that we always showed. Eh? I remember there was that goal that you scored. I think it was the semi-final, um, that last-minute yeah. goal, a header in Kampala. Where does that yeah, rank yeah. for you, uh, Gavin Lane? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 I've, I've actually got cold shivers now when you're talking about that because uh, I still remember it was a... Joe um, Fickleton was our coach at the, at the time and we were actually doing quite well at home. And yeah. We went to Kampala and uh, the conditions were wet and uh, it was terrible and... I remember Holman got a free kick on the outside of the box and uh, his last, last minute or so. And Fisher, I, know, I remember Fisher was at the far post. Yeah. I could have hit it back to me. He might have battled tipping. I thought, no, let me just try to hit it in. I got it into the near post. And, yeah, it was incredible. It was, it was something special, which you'll, you'll never forget in your life. I mean, it, as, as, as all of us Pirates players, I see stuff. We've got an ex-Pirates group. We, post and talk nonsense to the guys and everything like this. Every now and again it comes up for ex-professionals and we're we all celebrating. Where yeah, no, it's, it's something special. You know, to score any goal in your life is always special and um, um, in, 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 a, in a semi-final like that, 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 that time, is, yeah, it was incredible. And that took the team to the final, of course, that famous final uh, that Orlando Pirates won. If you've just joined us, by the way, we're catching up with Shane McGregor, former Kaiser Chiefs striker, and also Gavin Lane, who played in defence for Orlando Pirates, part of the Champions League winning team. We just wanted to catch up with them, just find out what they are up to and probably introduce the young ones to these two greater players that played our football for these great teams. And feel free to join the conversation at any time on 0891 Our SMS line is 40938 and our WhatsApp number is 0614104107 if you have any memories about Gavin Lane or about Shane McGregor educators because that's what we use the slot for. Let's have the conversation. 0891104207. And Sifudi has called us from Randfontaine. Sifudi, good evening to you. Evening, evening, and the gentleman's day. They can hear you loud and clear. As Latin a striker and a man answers defender. <laughs> that was during the derby. We knew Harvey Lane will try to stop Shane, but Shane eventually will score sometime during the last minute. And Harvey Lane was a good defender, but a poor penalty taker. <laughs> Thank you. Evening to you, Sifudi. But that wasn't nice. Kevin, talking about that, I, I, I once read somewhere that you once missed a penalty and then when you got home, your kids asked you, how did you miss that? Is that true? Ah, listen, buddy. You know what happens? I love it. Eh? Because even, even nowadays, I'm still walking in, in the streets and everything like this. And everyone says, stability. Yo, how do you remember when you missed the penalties? I said to him, you know what happened? Eh? And, 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 and this was just a... A quick story, I don't want to be too long here. No, go ahead. Then at, training, at training sessions, all the guys who always used to take tra- penalties, eh? all the guys take penalties, boom, 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 score, 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 score. I would take, Mlungu would take, whatever, score, whatever. But 
at the end of the end of a game, you go to you go to uh, you go to extra time, everything like this. You used to look around, and all the players used to take their boots off, their socks off, everything like that. They wouldn't take penalties, uh-huh. and I wasn't afraid I would take a penalty. But yes, uh, I admit I did miss a few penalties, but that's life. Right? It's, it's, it's um, yeah, it's, 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 I, maybe I'm well known for that. Eh? <laughs> You're also well known. He's a defender. What do you expect? Exactly. Uh, defenders can't score penalties. Yeah, uh, the defender you know, should not be taking Exactly. <laughs> yeah, when you know it's like uh, it's the pressure, uh, and you know people don't understand that and don't realize until you you're on that field okay. the, the amount of pressure you're under. You know you've got eighty thousand fans shouting for you, and all yeah. of a sudden you're going to take a penalty. Uh, people think it's uh, twelve yards easy, but it's not. I tell you what, those goals look so small when you get up to that. So it's difficult. But. Gavin, there's a comment here that's coming through. It's very popular. And Abel Kekana says, Gavin's throw-ins was always a nightmare for opposition. It was very long. Is that something that you practiced? No, I don't know how. I mean, I played, I played women um, water polo when I was at, at school in it. And I think maybe that's where, luckily, I got uh, throwing from. Because, you know, water polo is you swimming and you're taking a ball and throwing it. I don't know. I was, I was just fortunate. Yeah, especially when we played. A lot of our games we played at Tibisa. Um, we won the league that year. The field was a little bit smaller, and I used to used to target Eddie Matali's head because he always used to come in there and just like a little flick on, and well, we scored a lot of goals with the chart. Just it's just it's just something. You know, luckily we had in, in, in my, my I don't know in the whole thing that happened. So yeah. Shane, what was it with, with that partnership with Fanny Madida? Uh, in 92, was it 92 when you scored about 50 goals, uh, the two of you? What was it with you and Fanny? Yeah, you know, it was just hard work for the, between the two of us. Um, we, we, we worked together and uh, we worked out of the training. And once again, it was one of those things where we, we practiced. It wasn't just uh, natural. We worked hard. Gavin will know Fanny very well as well. He played in the Blackpool and he had the yeah. pace. He could finish. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, uh, when you've got a player like that, it's easy to play, you know. Um, I, took, I took the knocks and uh, I, I was basically the, the target man and he played off me. And, you know, with the pace he had, um, it was a nightmare for defenders. It was a touch and he was in and he could finish. Uh, that was the difference, you know. You, the, the kids of today will go through and goal uh, six times and they'll miss five out of the six. Uh, and Farney would go the opposite way. He would score five out of the six that he had to chance for. <laughs> and that's the big difference of, of today and, and yes and yesterday, you know, the guys could finish. But he had pace and he had lots of pace and he killed defenders just with the pace. <laughs> and at your time, gentlemen, how big was the use of something that they refer to now as special special projects? Others know know it as Muti. Stability folklore has it that at the black and white there they really believed in special projects. Did you all go through that? No, 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 no. You know what happened is that I wish I wish and I should actually get all our ex professional guys that play there to get all of the youth and and just to encourage him and how to play for it. But yeah, unfortunately um there's people that that that, that destroy soccer nowadays just want to look for money and then yeah. um, I'll be honest. So yeah, it's 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 a sad, 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 sad thing for where where we gain is in African football. I mean you know, we all we all look at Bafana, we all look at Pirates, we all look at Chiefs and like, yeah, where are we going? We're just sort of treading backward, though. Yeah. 
And let's go to the lines also. Silo in Mukupane has uh, called us. Uh, Silo, good evening and thank you for uh, calling us. We are speaking to Shane McGregor, by the way, for those who've just joined us, former Kaiser Chief striker as well as uh, Gavin Lane, who played at Orlando Pirates, also played at Amazulu and Swallows, as you had there. And uh, if you want to call, please feel free on 891 But Silo has called us from Mukupane. Silo, good evening. Thanks, Arisa. Look, I-, I hope you are not um, reverent there because those two gentlemen... <laughs> They were not liking each other in the field back then. So I hope the security guards are there to monitor you and help you. That's why we've got them on the phone, not in studio together. Yeah, that's why I'm still walk because I'm running the studio at Devon. You'll be kicking me. Look, but. What is um, 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 uh, Lane doing now? Because they've been silent. We don't hear about him. At least Shane, I know something about him. Oh, Silo, sorry we lost you there, but I think he did touch on it. Gavin, if you just want to remind him, I think he missed the first part of it. Everybody wants to know what you're up to now. Who, me? Yes, I think he missed it when you mentioned it earlier. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no. I've got, I've got a, as I said, a command company in, in Durban. Uh, I do painting and renovations. I do house building, uh, small houses. So, yeah, anyone can contact me. Give me a call, eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good promotion. Good, good, good promotion work now. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, eh? <laughs> Someone wants to know, uh, did you work for, for SAPS, SAPS, and did you stop? Never, ever. No, everyone, everyone thought I was a policeman, eh? So. <laughs> well, that makes two of us, Kevin. I was also yeah, a chief yeah, yeah. Shane, and I thought Shane, I was a policeman. Yeah, Shane Shane was always a legend. And as he says, you know, what happened on the soccer field happens on the soccer field. You always have a, a beer afterwards every match. And, um, you know, we, we, we still back each other, which is which is always which is always great memories. And, um, yeah, we, 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 both, we, everyone thought because we had short hair, we were policemen, but no, we're not. <laughs> Shane, with all those chains you used to wear, they thought you were a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. I actually, was you know, I got asked plenty of times. They, they thought I was the secret police, whatever. And you know, but anyway, uh, these things happened, and uh, yeah, it was all part and parcel of it. But I, I heard you ask uh, the question there about special operations manager. Yes. Um, I, you haven't got long enough on the show for that. So you do. I don't think we should get into that. Uh, <laughs> it'll take far too long. Uh, just say it this way: that definitely does happen. Um, and there were a lot of hotels in Durban and Cape Town that we were banned from because of uh, the special operations manager. <laughs> well, we even took a man to the World Cup as a special projects man with Jomoso Nobeki. Was it what World Cup was it? 2002, I think, what it was in Korea. Yeah, we took we... A, a few. No, there was a few that they <laughs> oh. took it to. And uh, FIFA actually is, is, is banned from FIFA, but uh, you, you know, titles, uh, you can do things differently. <laughs> and on that note, Shane, um, do you look back with the regret that you didn't have a proper international career? I think you played one one match, was it, for Bafana? Yeah, I played the one game for Bafana, the, the very first one in, in Zimbabwe, and um, yes. the fun four nil. Um, uh, I'll never forget the press there. Uh, one of my colleagues was playing, a uh, doctor, and I said, uh, the, the comment uh, on the Monday was, uh, where's doctor? All we saw was a nurse. So, oh. you know, it was one of those games we really were fun to our flight and our thoughts. But these things happen, you know, it's all part and parcel. And unfortunately for myself, I picked up injury later on and uh, couldn't carry on. Is it true that you had a fallout with Screamer? Uh, yeah, on more than one occasion. Oh. Um, but 
uh, for that game, yes, we did. I'll be straightforward and honest, we did. And um, words were exchanged. And uh, that's one of the other reasons why I never played. I think about six months later, I injured my knee when we played against Al-Akhli. But, uh, or Zamalek it was. Um, but, yeah, um, we did have words. Uh, in actual fact, a couple of years later, we had more than words in Whoa. the tunnel uh, between Sundowns and Chiefs for one game. And unfortunately for him, he came second best. Uh, yeah, he came up against the chief security. <laughs> what a good thing to do. <laughs> oh, reminds me of a story with a certain Cy Lemon. But let's leave it there. We'll go to the lines after this break. I'm still speaking to Shane McGregor and Gavin Lane. Zanzi's sporting milestones, moments and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. We've got five minutes left with Shane McGregor and Gavin Lane and Tota has called us from the Northern Cape. Tota, good evening. Uh, thank you for calling us. What's your comment? Hi, how are you guys? Fine, thank you. We're all good, Tota. Fine, fine, thank you. Look, I think these guys, they are playing themselves down because Bafana Bafana, for instance, used to be very good during those times. Today, we don't see any soccer in South Africa, but those guys are playing real soccer. I just want to say to them, Please, even the teams, they must try to make sure that they use these guys somehow. You know, because the standard has just gone down so much. Mm. Okay, nice one. Thanks, Tota. Do you agree, gentlemen, that the standard has dropped? Is it something that saddens you? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I totally agree. Uh, the, the standard has dropped a lot. And as I said to you, you know, it's, it's about the effort that the guys put in nowadays. Uh, they don't put that much effort in and it's, it's a pity because uh, the money is there, everything else is there, the facilities are there. You know, if I have a look at where we trained, I mean, I, I, I played the Chiefs when I first joined them. We were training on one of these side little fields near, near Ellis Park. Mm. Um, and that was supposedly a professional club. And you look at their facilities now, I mean, it's uh, outstanding. So it should have improved, but uh, it seems to have gone backwards. But also, once again, development. Uh, it's a scary word in this country because it doesn't exist. <clears throat> you talk about Vision 2022. Gavin, what's your thoughts on the current standard of football? Yeah, I, I totally agree with Shane. I mean, I mean, as he said, when, when you know, our training sessions, uh, we used to train at, at, at Pirates. Uh, and when I was at John Blackpool, they talked about Potty Medina earlier on. And, you know, there's nothing special. Nowadays, these guys have got bloody um, gymnasiums to go to. They've got... Um, you go to gym, they got physios and all that kind of stuff for us to go. I, I had to go to a witch doctor, never mind a physio, <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I, which, I, which I really enjoyed because you fixed me up quickly. But anyway, but yeah, I totally agree with, with, uh, with China really. Mm. Uh, the facilities nowadays, but you've got to have a look. You've got to have a look at in our days when we were playing, um, the younger guys like Shane, myself, and a little bit older, we could never ever go overseas. Yeah. But guys like Lucas and, and Fishy and some of the guys, they all went had opportunity to go. But how many Sapphire players now that are are sort of okay to try to go overseas? They don't want to go overseas because they're making enough money here in South Africa and spending on, on seven different girlfriends. So, yeah, that's a difference. <laughs> yeah, somebody did say on TV, I want to thank my wife and my girlfriend live <laughs> on TV. Well, you heard it. You heard it live, exactly. on, live on TV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Finally, you know, yeah. you know, I, I agree with Gavin says, because it's dedication. It's as simple as that. You know, you, you want to improve yourself. You want to get better. You know, if I had the opportunity, I would have been gone straight away. But unfortunately, okay. it's like a crusade. You know, it didn't happen. And it's dedication. It's about, it's about putting it out there, working hard. 
it's today they don't have to work hard. Uh, the money's there, and uh, they get money for nothing. And, and, and unfortunately, you know, it's, it's, that's the truth. Uh, you've got to be dedicated, and that's something. And you know, Gavin, with that, that far that they won the African Cup. Yeah. All it was was they played as a team, they played as a unit, they were dedicated, and they fought for each other. Um, fighting spirit, the whole lot. You have a look at the teams now, you don't get that. You actually don't. Uh, if they lose, it's not a major thing. You know, for us, if we lost, I mean, I kicked the cats, I shot the dog, I fought with everyone for days afterwards because I hated losing. But nowadays, it's not like that. Mm. And on that note, Shane McGregor, there's also a concern about the lack of white players in the PSL. Is that a valid concern to you? Is, is there reason to, to that or does it not matter? Who's playing? No, yeah, it does. You know, it, uh, it's, not, it's not about colour, but uh, uh, they definitely are the players that have got ability. But it's, uh, you know, the, the problem nowadays is they find it easier to get into rugby or cricket or something else. Um, it's very difficult to become a footballer. Uh, there are so many guys out there trying for the same thing, so it's a lot easier to go play rugby, to go play cricket. I mean, I've got a son that's 15. He's given up soccer and he's playing, he's playing cricket because uh, it's easy for him. And uh, he loves the cricket, but, you know, he was a very good footballer, but uh, he knew that he would have to be exceptional to have a chance and unfortunately that's the thing in South Africa at the moment mm, do, you yeah. have, do you agree Gavin? No, I totally agree I totally agree I totally agree with, with Shane I was actually uh, it was a, uh, a few few years ago I was on the, on the aeroplane coming back from somewhere and uh, one of the reporters was chatting to me and he said to me Gavin said, why is he no whites in holes and you know because he's always seen holes are good yeah. and strikers white strikers like Shane and whatever like this and I said, you know what happens is, I said, why don't you come down to Durban, yeah? And you come to, like, there's, like, seven different areas in Durban, North, Virginia, Stella, uh, Crusaders, everything. Come have a look how many young, white, colored, black kids are actually training together. Um, that's under six, under seven, under eight, under nine, 11, 12, 13. But as soon as they get to 15 years old or 16 years old, the people that are that are selecting the players to go to somewhere they are they just they just I don't know I don't know where they where they get where the people are to make selection so so yeah so it's, it's, a, it's a problem so that's where that's why I think rather the the, the 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 you ever look at I mean the how many kids nowadays really want to go when they're 17 18 go play soccer it's, mm. it, it, it doesn't work anymore because they understand that well it's it's, 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 it's going to be okay someone's going to choose this guy this guy that guy I mean it's they rather do now when you can play hockey. Especially hockey is becoming very popular in KZN and, and things like that, which is sad for, for South African soccer because you, you need a you need a mixed racial group of people where Shane was Shane was aggressive up front and everything like that. I was aggressive in in, in, in defence and everything like that. But that's you need you need that in a team. Mm. It was aggressive in centre midfielder. Okay, gentlemen, unfortunately, we have to leave it there. It's been a wonderful conversation. Shane McGregor, Kevin Lane, thank you for finding time to speak to us and sharing some memories. We just wanted to put you on air, find out what you're up to, and most importantly, give you the respect that you deserve, both of you. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. And hello to everyone out there again. Thank you. Yeah, thanks to be so. Thanks a lot. Uh, it was very good. And, uh, Kevin, nice chatting to you. See you soon in Durban. Yes, Okay, great stuff. Thank you, gentlemen. And uh, that's where we'll leave it with Shane McGregor and Gavin Lane. It is time for news. Up next will be um, Lizette Khan, of course, with Off the Pitch. Thank you to Luyolo and to Babalwa. Uh, my name is Tabi Somosi.